Welcome to the Table of Perspective, where we believe that one perspective, or rather one viewpoint, can be viewed through multiple perspectives, sometimes controversial and sometimes contrasting. And we are your hosts, Beulah and the amazing Ashley. Welcome, Ashley. How are you? Good and you. I say welcome. We're always together. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, what is our topic today? So, you know, today our topic is, well, not so, but doesn't matter anyway our topic is what makes a good conversation oh that's a really good one considering we have a talk show exactly what makes a good conversation you know according to google according to these researchers says a good conversation requires balance between simplicity and details staying on topic and changing it asking questions and answering them Hmm. although dialogue agents are commonly evaluated via human judgments of overall quality the relationship between quality and these individual factors is less well studied that's very interesting Interesting. We'll actually dive right into that uh, right after the song. So mm-hmm. our first song today is by Vu Worship and it is called I Need Revival. Enjoy. I won't make it. I won't last. Without you in my life, you help me, you lead me, you need me where I am. God, I surrender, Lord, here I am, still in your presence, I lift up my hands. Come Holy Spirit, fill me again I need revival, I need revival Baptize me, purify, immerse within
are back again. Continuing. Yeah, I think we should say, and we are continuing. Yeah. And we are continuing. Continuing, exactly my point. So, Ashley, you mentioned earlier in the beginning of the show how, um, by definition, it's an interaction um, of, of topic Mm-mm. from people. Mm. So, we actually did a little bit of a, a study on uh, some people's perspe- perspectives. We've asked them what do they think actually makes a, a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. And the main ones that came up um, from what we've seen is you need to have a really good topic. You need to throw some humor in there, at least somewhere. Mm, somewhere should have humor. You yeah, it's should. kind of a poor conversation without humor. That's what, what most people say. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on which person you're talking to. Because some, some say that you can't have a good conversation unless you're conversating with someone that you value. Um, an exchange of valuable information. I think this is very important. That is also true, hey? That is very true. Because, like, if, if especially if you don't know someone... Mm. And get there, and you guys just hi. How are you? Good and you. Uh, so, what do you do for a living? Um, <laughs> I breathe oxygen. Um, ah, yes. <laughs> so you know all those type of things, and then it's just like, yeah. But like, if there's maybe it also depends on the person. I like that it also depends. Hmm. So it also like depends on the person that approaches you, if their personality also is that type of conversational that keeps the conversation going oh so like a conversationalist yeah okay so like obviously they'll come and they'll ask you questions and specific stuff and then you continue but now if you're that if the conversationalist is speaking to the person that they're speaking to and that person is not really responding much that cuts the conversation short even though you could see that this person is actually building up a conversation Mm. you know what i'm saying so it it always depends and then obviously with humor humor you need to be funny but not all the time as in like joking joking like you're speaking but you need to be observational on what you'd find funny yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. And then also with the... Topic. With w- yeah, with what was mentioned with those things, like the topic that you come up with, maybe it's... It should be a topic that can keep you going, maybe yeah. for... And then, you know, in that conversation, something else comes up, turning into another. So these things must intertwine. If they're not yeah. intertwining, then you're like, yo, we spoke for hours and hours. You know, those no people are like, okay, guys, I just need to go. I need to leave now. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they start speaking about something else and they spend another 30 minutes like... <laughs> Didn't I say you leaving 30 minutes ago? Shame, you know, man. and then yeah, it's those type of things. Mm. I think for me, my question from this whole topic would be um, I feel like a good conversation can be had irrespective of factors of the person you're speaking to. So, this is the kind of question that I want to get to the bottom of. Like, what is the fundamental fundamental aspects of a good conversation that you could kind of tick off these boxes and you'd know that you'd end up with a conversation that was valuable, it was insight- insightful, and you actually had a good interaction with someone else. Mm. So, um, so these points do kind of, uh, I guess, allocate to that. Um, but how can you, as a conversationalist, someone who is intending to get a good conversation out of it, um, how can you respond to that person? If it's, for instance, a really boring person, you're in the bank and you you happen to have someone standing in the queue with you. How do you get a good conversation out of any conversation? So, you're standing in a queue. Yeah. In a bank. Mm -hmm. This is how the conversation should start. Okay. 
Yeah, these people are taking so long. But I that's a complaint. You're starting off your conversation with a complaint. It could be which a complaint. Means the outcome is going to be a, a, a whole complaining party. It's just going to be a pretty party. It, it, not all. Your complaint. pivotal point is like your first word. But then, like, obviously, then this conversation, you know, you're like, yo, oh my gosh, these banks are taking so long. I need to go. And then the, the one responds, yeah, right. I also. Then you guys start talking. Like, yo, I have kids. I need to feed these kids. How many kids do you have? If I may interrupt again, your conversation is about complaining. It's not a valuable conversation. It's just your interaction of, like, exchanging sadness. Like, day-to-day problems. it's not exchanging sadness. Like, I have kids I need to feed. I have to get out the bank. I have to be in this long queue either. It's hot or it's cold. That's when you you are. So how many kids do you have? I have five kids. Oh, that's cool. I have ten kids. Ten kids. Yeah, actually. you know, you know, there are those people that have twelve That's kids. That's rough. Cheaper by the dozen. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen. Do you continue, continue. Just saying, I want five kids. Technically six, but we'll keep it at five for now. But getting back to my point, so we're like, oh, I have ten kids, and then you guys start talking, like, yeah. oh, that is so cool. Um, this is where I work, maybe. Oh, and then you start speaking about your kids. You be yeah. like, yo, there's this one that always running around. He's so funny, and then you just start speaking about your kids, and then speaking about your kids leads to another conversation. Like it just intertwines into another one. Probably maybe saying, um, you be like. Um, and then there's one that's in the hospital right now as we speak because he broke his his hand. Or something. Oh, I also once broke my hand, blah, blah, blah. You know, those yeah. type of conversations. It's not like necessarily complaining. There are those conversations that are complaining. Like the whole time in the line, they still speak about one thing. Let's yeah. use home affairs, for example. Yo, these the people are forever office. offline. They're forever taking time. And then another one comes in. Then another, like, why don't they just do this? Why don't they just do... You know, that that's yeah. more of like a complaining... Uh, thingy but like if you had to start it and then you know make it go into a nice conversation proper yeah. one then that's okay but, but okay so what's your basis of having a good conversation because like you were saying it's just an interaction of people's day-to-day lives uh, that's my question that how do you get something of substance and value out of just an interaction with any random person what are those fundamental points that you can Pivot the conversation oh towards. Gosh, don't stress me, Pula. Don't be stressed. <laughs> I think this is a good question that need to that we need to ask because, like, we are going to have conversations with people, mm-hmm. but how do we leave it having added value and exchanged value? Depends on how you start the topic. There we go. So, how do you do that? <laughs> uh, so, according to me, taking okay. perspective. Yes. In the house, <laughs> I'll use um, series type or movies type. You okay, know. so a, a point of interest. You're yeah. starting your conversation with a point of point interest. Point of interest. Okay. Then probably be like, have you watched this movie before, or mm-hmm. have you watched the series before? Uh, so trying like, to find something in common. Yes. All right. And I'm like, you oh, take yeah. notes. So number one is a point of interest. Point number of two interest, is finding yes. something common. Exactly. And then you'll be like, um, yeah, I actually have watched it, and then you start speaking. Let's use The Office, for example. Be like, have you watched The Office? Yes, okay. I have. Oh, my God. Do you remember? Uh, when uh, Dwight when did A, B, C, and D. You know. Yeah. And then I'm like, who is your favorite character? Okay. Uh, this, 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 this person, this person, this person. Then um, it might lead into another conversation. Maybe I'll just say, um, do you like DC? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, you'll be like, 
Have you have you watched the the latest Marvel movie? And yeah. the person would be like, "No, I'm not really much of a Marvel fan. I'm more of a okay. DC fan." And you're like, "Oh, that is so cool. I'm also a DC fan." And then you start speaking like, "This is how I started becoming a DC fan." I said, or yeah. um, maybe someone like I read comics, and then they'll tell you they what they don't like about DC. Though, like, what I don't like is that ABC and D. Um, yeah. This, 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 this. Uh, this is not my favorite character. Let's say in Supergirl or Su- uh, Star Girl or whatever like that. Mm. And then it'll be like, oh, okay, that my that's my favorite character probably. Be like, oh, Supergirl's your favorite character. Why don't you like Supergirl? Okay. You know, you keep so the conversation you're still, going. You're still on the point of finding something in common. Yes. Right? So what's what's the next step from there? Next step is just continue giving the the. But what if you have absolutely nothing in common? What if there is? uh, If you find out there, what if you? How? What if you're a a doctor and the person you're speaking to happens to be like an accountant or something? Yeah. Then you speak about your differences. You speak about your job. So. So making comparisons. Yeah. Okay. So now so we're going to the third point. So it's first in uh, point of interest. Then it's finding something common and then fi- making comparisons. Exactly. Okay. So. I'm a doctor, you're an accountant. I tell you, you know, um, doing surgery or helping people mm-hmm. is really my thing. I love it. I enjoy it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then the accountant, like, you know, handling money is so my thing. Like, you just, they're on the books, you know, um, making Crunching sure numbers. that the numbers match, you know, yeah. what accountants do. And they're like, that is so cool. Then the doctor will be like, how do you guys do that? Like, okay. how do you match? And then um, the so accountant So now it's an exchange of, yeah, of value. exchange of information and value. Right. You know so that's number saying? four, exchange yeah. of value. <laughs> You're the one doing the books. I'm just, you know, talking. Um, and then obviously the accountant will also come back um, and ask the doctor, okay, then... Aren't you scared of blood? What mm. if this happens during the surgery? Why do you guys put on masks? So I always ask myself that question. And then I found out that the reason why um, when they're doing surgery, they have masks is to avoid the I, patient getting infected, not yes. them. I was like, oh, that is so cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that is so cool. I actually didn't know. You find out differences about the different uh, jobs, like, yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you guys don't have anything in common. But eventually you might find that there is something important maybe in their day-to-day lives. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate your, your response on that. It actually is quite cohesive. Um, another point that someone made was... <laughs> this is a very interesting one. So one of the people said that uh, finding a good, making a good conversation is by looking at the person you're talking to yeah. as though as though it was you from a different um, like multiverse. Oh or yeah, universe. yeah. So basically, uh, if for instance I was conversating, conversating, well, conversating, mm-hmm. conversating with you, mm-hmm. I would imagine as though you were me, but just from a, a different, different universe. So yeah, I'm responding to actually, myself from a different perspective. Yeah, that is actually with an expectation of a different perspective. Yeah, you know, that is actually that. Well, that is actually makes sense. That actually makes sense because, you know, um, when when um, I was reading, I was reading when I was listening to that, it made sense because I watched The Flash. They're in season eight. <laughs> Can can we just get someone to like uh, <laughs> support Ashley? Like just buy her like Flash stuff. I don't know. Make a plan. Get her a house. It looks like the Flash. <laughs> She's a big okay. fan. If you haven't I heard by now, big, I, I'm a big fan. But like, um, for example, in season one, end of season one. Okay. Um, there was a war. 
a, a wormhole that opened mm-hmm. up and that led into another earth. Okay. Now, in that other earth, it is definitely the same person, just different personalities, just okay. different something. So now, um, I'll use this example quickly. So, um, Harrison Wells is the, the, the guy that started up Star Labs, but he was the fake one in season one. He was very fake. It was Eobothon originally, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And he's the one that killed Barry's mother when he was young. Now, at the end of that, we all know that, not all of us, but like... He actually died. He was shot out of existence because like, you know, and then the next season, which is season two, Harrison Wells comes again. Mm -hmm. They're all angry because like, you killed Barry's mother. They want to kill him. But now he has to explain, no, I'm from Earth 2. Huh. Now being on Earth 2 is like, okay, what do you mean there's Earth 2? Yeah. You know, and if you look at the... um, the what do you call the personalities they very very different like they're so different like um tom kavanaugh the the actor who acts Mm -hmm. as harrison wells is so brilliant like in each and every season they lose a wells and they get get another one in the next season they lose another wells they get another one in the next season and all those wells they're not like the same yeah they they they're very different so in season one he was very he was on a wheelchair too clever <laughs> season two he was not on a wheelchair he was trying to fight another speedster season three he what happened in season three it was hr yes it was hr same person different personality okay. he never really knew much about science and all that hmm. but it was still harrison wells season four what was season four i forgot season four i think it was sherlock I don't know. I don't remember. But like these different personalities. So yeah. now coming back to the point is that if you're sitting with HR from season three and Harrison Wells from season two yeah. and Harrison Wells from season one, it's like a whole different conversation. Yeah. Because now this guy brings out his own idea and like, no, that don't, that doesn't work. You know, they even like made it so cool in one of the seasons. I think it was, in the middle of season two, where they were looking for a replacement for Harrison Wells, where um, they had to go to other Earths. Oh, so, dear. like, Earth 3, Earth 5000. Okay, there's no Earth 5000. Just, like, maybe Earth 19, Earth 29, Earth whatever. So, they brought all those worlds to try and replace the worlds that was leaving. Hmm. That was going back to Earth 2, you know, because the Flash is not the same without a worlds. But, okay, you know, so, so the point like that, that you're making in all of this? The point that I'm making is that having a conversation with a different person, uh, a different personality mm-hmm. is very cool because you find out, okay, this is the same me, mm-hmm. but very different. I would like to meet a geek me or a quiet me because I talk a lot. So mm-hmm. now if I had to have a conversation with an Ashley that's so quiet, it would be like... Yeah. So yeah. I think that the the point that, that we can find from all of this is that um, when you perceive someone else as though they were yourself, but with a different personality, mm. or as we have said, from a different universe, mm. um, <laughs> quote unquote. Uh, what, called what, a multiverse, just saying. Sorry, from a different multiverse. Um, what, what you find there is you need to have a certain type of concern for the fact that they are a human. Yeah. So that's like the basis of your conversation, mm-hmm. that you're valuing them no matter what they're saying, because there is now this, this commonality of if they were you how Mm. would you speak to them Mm. so there's like a a certain amount of uh, empathy Mm. uh, or or apathy that you would need to use in the conversation that is is so true so you're exchanging value of of conversation topic because and then you're caring for the person in the process because you actually don't know 
for for me even like doing that you'll never know what that other person is going through maybe of course, yeah. they their parents are divorcing or mm. something not nice is happening or they have something so exciting to share but they just don't have anyone to share with and then now mm, you come to point. them and they're like oh this 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 is what happened blah 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 you know it's it's as you said it's more about caring that they also human yeah. and you learn a lot from other people through Most conversations yeah. because you might be speaking and thinking that this conversation is so useless but there's something that you came out of that conversation and you could share it with other people and say mm. you know what this is this is what i learned when i was speaking to someone or yeah. i remember this person saying this 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 people often have uh, certain experiences that back up the the points that they make and their points of interest mm. and what they value so mm. that's also something that we can actually take it's almost like having to do a year of university without reading a book yeah because that person has um experienced the reason why something is valuable to them so yeah. they got like the the gold nugget of the information they were trying to get out of it mm. but you're gonna uh go into the second song which is from Yemi Alafifuni Hope Alive enjoy from the wall to the floor you just can't take no more feels like all of is gone you fight your battles right your wrongs he'll guide you through the storm you will never
we are continuing with our conversation. But sure, this is a very interesting up. conversation, eh? So, but I actually found quotes on, you know, good conversations. I don't know why you'd have a quote on good conversation, but... Do share. One of them says, I have the deepest affection for intellectual conversations. Mm. The ability to just sit and talk about love, life, anything and everything. This was written by an unknown person. This person doesn't want to be known. You know, you'd be famous right now. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, that actually makes sense. You, yeah. you do have those people that... Uh, you know the the, 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 the love test... Or the love language test okay where i know i'm more of the is it i think i'm more of the like touchy oh okay so your love language is, is touch. touch yeah if it's not touch it's uh, well it was touch and then conversational and then gifts because conversational like, is that one of the yeah the on the one that i did it had the conversational one so like yeah, people, people. There are those people that actually enjoy conversations a lot. Mm. That just want to sit down and get to know the person more, and you know. I think that's a really good point that you made about the um, love languages. Uh, I think that in conversation, when you know someone's love language, you're able to um, not only get better, you're able to get the best out of the person mm. when you know what they, their the things that they prefer are. So, for instance, you said that your your favorite, um, well, not favorite, your your love language is touch, right? Mm. Um, that would mean that when I was interacting with you, I would put or I would make point of certain topics that refer to the way that you uh, receive yeah. information. Yeah. You know, um, and for instance, I think there's another one. Uh, acts of kindness, I think, yeah, is another yeah, one. Yeah, I'm just looking at them. Yeah. So, just so there's five love languages okay according to google well one of them is words of affirmation i mm. think that that one was also one of them yeah and then gifts acts of service quality time that's a good one yeah and physical touch oh that's yours physical touch yes physical touch was mine because like it, it actually like had a when you like it measured that this is number one this is number two number oh, okay three, number so four. yeah a hierarchy of what is, yeah, uh, is what the is highest answer. So I know yeah. physical touch was, number I one. think, number one. And then words of affirmation was mm -hmm. number two. Then it was the conversational one because the one I did had conversation. And then gifts was the fourth one, acts of service also, and then quality time. But wouldn't quality time and words of affirmation be both in the same category of conversation? Probably it will be both. So yeah, because that's what spend, like, that's what conversation is. Mm. It's um, quality time and words of affirmation. Mm. That's what you actually. That's actually a very good point as to how to have a good conversation is words of affirmation to the other person. Mm. Unless they're like a narcissist, and then yeah. the more you tell them <laughs> yeah. how good they are, the more yeah. their the ego grows. This just gave me an idea for our next show. You should actually do the love language. We should. I'm taking uh, note of it. Yeah. So me and Pila next week are going to do the love language test. Oh, wow. To see. Now we know. <laughs> who. Yeah. Who, who is who, what? What is yeah, who? Yeah, who, who is what? What is who? Which is. Whoa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is happening to me? So. 
I but think that the conclusion that we can come to to the conversation is the the points that you noted of uh, topic points of interest, um, finding something in common, and comparison. then making our comparisons, and then obviously having empathy for the person that you're speaking mm. to to yeah. actually care mm. about what they're doing yeah. and what they're saying. That has been us. That has been us. Yes. So if you want to have a good conversation, make sure that your topic's on point. You throw some humor in there. You make sure you're speaking to a person that you care about yeah. or care about those who you're speaking about irrespective. Mm-hmm. And perhaps think of the other person as though they were you from a different multiverse. True. True that. So we are closing. We are closing. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And thank you, Ashley, for this amazing topic Definitely. and conversation. Definitely. Really appreciate you. This is why it's a table of perspective because we all come up with our own opinions and Precisely. put out our perspective on a specific topic. Yes. It's funny how me and Pilo always have something different. There is a lot to but talk about. But they say the opposites attract each other. Okay. Yes. The opposite attracts each other. That's how you can find your love person. You all can't be the same. Both can't be crazy. One has to be crazy. One has to be not crazy. You know. Just ask the Lord about that. Yeah, just <laughs> make decisions with yeah. wisdom, please. <laughs> um, so we are closing with our last song, and it is by Timothy Gabriel, "Dripping on Jesus." We are uh, dripping on Jesus. I mean, I feel like it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Bye, guys. Find us on the Table of Perspective on Instagram, all of the social uh, media platforms. Let mm-hmm. us know what you're talking about, what you're thinking, what we should do, what we should do next. Yes. All right. And that has been us for another evening. Cheers. Bye. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM triple seven. Twitter and Gab at Active FM. Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven. As well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at Don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.